fans uh, appear undeterred when it comes to Vancouver Whitecap tickets. So this season's single game tickets uh, were uh, on sale as of this morning. And, of course, uh, international soccer superstar Lionel Messi uh, will be visiting uh, Vancouver on May 25th. His team, Inter Miami, will be visiting at that time. He's 36 years old. uh, But the idea of a world-class player like that coming to Vancouver, uh, tickets went on sale, and, boy, they weren't cheap. Uh, Some of the tickets I saw, five or six, I just looked at the website right now, the Ticketmaster site, and I think the cheapest ones I could find, folks, was $199, and that's the Upper Bowl. So they're opening up the Upper Bowl, uh, and uh, the seats, essentially the Lower Bowl, have all gone, and there's a few left in the Upper Bowl. I'm pretty much close to sold out, not almost there, not completely, but almost there, uh, to the point uh, this morning the website crashed when they did open up uh, uh, the sales for those single-game tickets. Talk a little bit about the Lionel Messi effect. Here's our good friend Rob Faye, weekend morning host here at CKNW, a longtime sportscaster, and uh, dare I say today, a birthday boy as well. So happy <laughs> birthday, Rob. Thank you for taking time out of your, your day uh, for us and our, for our listeners as well. Really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. It's a dubious birthday. I turned 50. I'm not really sure what to do just yet. (laughs) 50 years young, my friend. 50 years young. That's what I'm told. That's what I'm told. (laughs) There you go. Well, let's talk a little bit about Lionel Messi. Did you think um, they'd be close to sold out uh, in just one day? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a guy that you could probably put up on the Mount Rushmore of greatest soccer players in the history of the game. And uh, to think that he's coming to Vancouver after we've been able to watch him in the pink and black of Miami for the last year or so, it's a big deal. So uh, you got to remember back in 07 when Beckham first made his appearance in Vancouver, that had 48,000 fans. And boy, did they clam up those tickets quickly then. So I would be shocked if by tomorrow they didn't announce the sellout or pretty darn close. Uh, What is it about Lionel Messi? I know he's a world-class player, as you say, on the Mount Rushmore of soccer, uh, but he's also in the tail end of his career. Uh, Why do you think there's such a pull for people like this? I think it's to say that you saw him. I mean, it's kind of like going to see the Rolling Stones or going to see somebody. I mean, the Rolling Stones are long in the tooth, but I guarantee if they came to Vancouver, they'd sell out as well. And you got to remember, this guy scored more goals than anybody in the history of the game. So to say that you saw him is half of the appeal. I mean, I don't think if it was just Inter-Miami coming without him that there'd be tickets, uh, you know, that go in as quickly as they are. But to say you simply saw the greatest player in the history of the game or arguably one of the greatest um, is definitely worth the cost of admission. The talk has always been, well, he only plays on grass. He's not going to waste his time playing on turf. Were you a bit surprised? You said they're going to go ahead with that? Yeah, you know, that's interesting because David Beckham, that was uh, Beckham Gate back in 2011 when uh, he got a, a yellow card the game before and then, of course, didn't make it to Vancouver for the turf game. Um, but you you look at Messi at this stage of his career, I think he's aware of the schedule and the wear and tear. I'd say kind of like Beckham back when he committed to 45 minutes and then anything above that is uh, gravy, as they say. I think if you get 35 to 40 minutes out of Messi, nobody will be uh, feeling like they got shortchanged. Hmm. Um- I recall in December, uh, there was a, one of those yearly lists Google puts out in regards to the top 10 searches in British Columbia. And I believe the number one um, uh, subject was uh, women's soccer around the controversy and all that type of thing. But the number yeah. 10 most Googled story of the year was Lionel Messi, even here in British Columbia. And I, I guess that must have been just the announcement that he was joining or coming on board at Inter-Miami. 
Well, if you think of what he's done since he's come to MLS, for those who aren't soccer fans, he basically came over just shy of two years ago and then immediately led them to a championship. So there was a lot of reason to talk about Messi more than just the fact he was coming to Vancouver. But you think of him a little long in the tooth, maybe by European standards, still lots of gas left in the tank when it comes to the MLS game, which is whether they want you to say it or not, a cut below what you see overseas. I think for me, if he gets through this season and Vancouver gets a chance to see him, he probably packs it up after this or at least, you know, begins to phase himself out of the game. But this is a great thing for Vancouver uh, on the heels of getting right. Well, on the heels of everything with Saul Christine Zaclair ahead of the World Cup and ahead of everything. I think this sparks football fans across the city and dare I say across the country. Well, you know, you've been covering sports for a very long time in this city and, and there have been different eras. You think of Bobby Leonard Doozy. Uh, you think of the 86ers, White caps, all of that. It's, they're different phases and, and different uh, types of growth. Where does soccer and where, and where do the white caps sort of fit in today? What's how, how do you view the sport here in Vancouver and in British Columbia? Well, I think outside of maybe Leonard Doozy's championship year, uh, the heyday, if you will, for soccer in this city, this is the best that it's ever been. I think what MLS did to get over the hump and truly become one of the big sports in North America, that wasn't an easy old boys group, group to get into. So the fact that MLS has got legitimate credibility uh, around the world at this point bodes well for soccer in Vancouver. I'd sure love to see this team get into the playoffs and get a run. I think this fan base that is so good is just absolutely starved. I wish the white caps weren't as cheap as they were, but uh, I think this is an opportunity for everybody to go out on May the 25th, see a world-class player and get excited about what the next couple of years have for soccer fans in this city, which includes the world cup, which nobody's talking about. And I think next week we get a sense of the amount of games we'll have here. Some have even talked about what teams, but I think that's a bit early. We won't know what teams there are, but I think we're going get, to get a sense of how many specific games we're going to get. It's supposed to be five or six, but we're supposed to know next week. Uh, you know what? I'll say this, you know, outside of it obviously being one of the big draws, you know, like in Italy or a France or dare I say a USA, I think any country coming to Vancouver is going to spark a sellout crowd. I mean, this is the World Cup. So mm-hmm. Messi, obviously one of the greatest ever play as an individual, but it should, if anything, start the wick of the stick of dynamite. Um, to what we hope is a big couple of years for the growth of the game in Vancouver and across the province. Yeah, and the other thing, what I find interesting is is how they're planning to bring in natural grass for those games too, for those five or six games. And we were talking about turf now, but for the World Cup, uh, they have to have, use natural grass. So uh, it's going to be very interesting technically how they do it. And, and, and uh, maybe the, over the long term, we can actually keep the natural turf. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Well, it would be great. And I'll tell you this, you know, the one thing you get to remember is BC Place only technically has a handful of sporting events over the course of the year. They use that venue for countless conventions and all different kinds of things, right to monster trucks. So turf over the long haul, I'm not sure if it's feasible as far as natural grass goes. But if I'm in Toronto right now and I'm a Blue Jays fan, I am watching how Vancouver does with BC Place and natural grass because they've been crying for it back uh, east for a long time. So if we could pull it off and hopefully it doesn't break the bank, I think there's a lot of other people looking in to see how we handle that transition over 18 months. I still remember my early days as a reporter when uh, the Whitecaps uh, were proposing a soccer uh, arena 
yep. I think it was at Crab Park, right around where the Helijet is. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be paid by private dollars, open air, I think it was 30,000 seats, something like that. And the city, and then, wait for it, the park board <laughs> were too happy about it. <laughs> and only this city will say no to private dollars saying, we'll build a stadium, just give us the space here. We're willing to put all the dollars in. And we're just hum and haw and hum and haw. Wouldn't that be great if we had uh, an open-air 30,000-seat stadium that the Lions could be playing at, uh, Whitecaps could be playing at? Not that there's anything wrong with BC Place. We put lots of money into it. But just we're, we seem to be missing that sort of 30,000-seat stadium open-air, uh, which would be so amazing and much more intimate as well. Jazz, you're throwing me softballs. I love this topic because the reality is, is I remember that as well, but the Whitecaps kicked down City Hall's doors. They went in all rough shot and everybody was <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, take it easy. I think, and I say this till the day that I die, if they had gone in with Jake Kerr and Jeff Mooney, the Canadians, who have great relationships with the Park Board and the City of Vancouver, I guarantee a multi-purpose stadium would have been able to get pushed through. And it would have been soccer, it would have been baseball, much to the dismay of people that love the Nat, but I think it would have been a great, beautiful location for a whole bunch of different sports down there. And they didn't do it because they didn't know how to kiss them on a first date. And that was the reason (laughs) they get that deal done. I swear Uh to you, Jazz, that's why. They went in there like a bull in a china shop They'd have gone in there with some grace. They'd have probably got it done. You know, that's half a life, right? It's all about tone and and yeah. uh, and Ain't and it? just slow and, and the way you say things. That's absolutely true. Well, my yeah. friend, thank you so much for your time, and once again, happy birthday to you. Thank you, fella. We'll do it again.